compromise is that it's got to be comfortable because it's coming from a good space. It's something that you want to do, you're willing to do, and you're comfortable in doing it. However, once this compromise starts getting uncomfortable, then you must know that you're no longer compromising. Yes. Because it's uncomfortable. And compromise shouldn't be uncomfortable. It should be okay because it's something that you're willing to do it. You're doing willingly. But if it's uncomfortable, then it's no longer a compromise. And I think just the the connotation of the word itself, it's always been made to seem as if it's something that is bad as well. So I think maybe there's that general association that you have to give something up, but it's, it's, it's never seen as like meeting somebody where you want to be met at the same time. Yes. Because yes. As, I'm, as I'm learning how to to develop like the vocabulary to be more descriptive or expressive about like how an experience makes me feel. I I also realize like how, how many opportunities I've like missed out on or not even missed out on, but like how many things I could, I could have avoided if I, if I had a better understanding or a better grasp of that vocabulary of like, okay, you don't just hope that things will work themselves out without communicating how they make you feel in the first place. But it's also like, if it's not a natural thing to you, then it's just like a, I don't know what to do or how to say it. Then now this person, like I I can't read their mind. They can't read my mind. And I was stuck in a rut that we don't even know how we even got here in the first place. But then now we just point it out as like, I don't like it when you did this and then like you start like a small petty argument which leads to nothing but you don't even know where it stems from in the first place exactly exactly yeah so as opposed to like just i don't like whatever whatever but it's like okay so this is what i'm seeing and it's just not making me feel okay mm-hmm. i don't feel good about it and talk about it and hear what this person has to say about it. And, mm-hmm. and it just takes that. And sometimes you don't even, it doesn't, it, it's not even an argument. It's just talking about it. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, it's always, compromise has always been seen as something that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You can't compromise. But that's what happens in a relationship. When we are in, <clears throat> excuse me, um, intimate relationships we do compromise there are some things that we compromise and we're doing it because of the love that we have for this person and it's okay but just also to make sure that you're not doing it and giving up who you are in that time because also what excuse me tends to happen is that and that's why I'm saying compromise mustn't be uncomfortable. Because if it's uncomfortable, then you're giving up something yes. that you don't want to give up or that is changing who you are. And that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not right. Because it's not comfortable. You should be comfortable with a compromise because it's okay. It's what you want to do. But the the moment it's it's like changing who you are now you being you miserable you don't want to go out you yes. don't want to do this then it becomes a problem 
know, but it's not. <laughs> It's 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 one thing to eventually get to this point of like having a better grasp or understanding of what that means, but also like being able to reflect in hindsight and be like, how how do you even begin to to be better informed or to even form better habits that will allow you to eventually become a a person who's more in tune with like the emotions and how they feel and. Not even that's only the beginning, but also how do you communicate that in a way in which it's it's not based on like what your ego wants and this is just like me projecting onto somebody else, like this is what I think you should do and this is why I'm right and this is why I'm wrong. Because there's there's sort of like that 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 underlying aspect in which that if you think that you're always right. I think I, 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 I have previously made that mistake where it's just like, there's no way it's me. But then I know, <laughs> I know it's me. But it's almost like I've also like tried to let go of a big part of that because the most significant part of like me having a better understanding of myself came when I realized that from when I finished high school to to maybe like my second or third year in varsity, I was always involved in athletics. And the part was always that once you graduate, you're going to go to law school. Once I lost those two identities, I had to sort of like reestablish who am I outside of that capacity. But then that also felt like a, like more of a loss than what I had anticipated like that experience would be. Because now it's just like, so what do you actually want to do with your life? Where do your interests lie outside of those spaces? Because they informed my friendships, they informed the places that I went to, they informed sort of like who I saw myself becoming or who I thought I would become. And with that, I don't know, it was just like an ego death in its own way. And Mm -hmm. it took me months. It took me like months, months, months to to actually reestablish a, a sense of normalcy outside of that environment. I was very fortunate and still am fortunate um, to have parents that supported me through that time period. But the, 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 the everyday person doesn't have certain resources to support them through those time periods. They just have to figure it out on their own. Yeah. And I think that's why for me, maybe it's a matter of like, how do I continue to build those <laughs> those healthy habits when I'm still confronting things in which I haven't dealt with 20, 28 years prior up until this point? Yes, and, and you need to identify those things and mm-hmm. we need to talk about them. That, you know, these are the things that you feel you haven't really dealt with them and, and why. Um, why have you been unable to deal with them? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hear you talk about loss. You know, loss, loss is something big. Yeah. Because um, remember now, you shaped your life around all of those things. And that was your vision. And remember, because you want things to be perfect, you had planned it this way. Yes. And whatever happened along the way, shifted all of that and it, it it destroyed things for you yeah 
Um, and that's why it took so long to recover from it. And, and yes, the question is, do, have you fully recovered? Because if you keep thinking like, okay, so some of the things that I feel I haven't dealt with. So clearly you haven't really dealt with those things. Um, and, and this is the time to start unpacking and to really deal with those things that you feel that you haven't dealt with um, from that time. And that you feel they are, it's a part of certain behaviors mm-hmm. are influenced from, you know, that past. Because that happens. Um, and sometimes you find that what happened at that time, you know, um, uh, trauma changes us, it yeah. changes people. You, you, end up becoming someone else, like someone you don't really know. Yes. Um, and because we're influenced by that past, that trauma, we've kind of shifted and told ourselves, this is, a, this, this is how I have to behave. Because if I don't behave like this, I'm going to find myself in that space. Yeah. It, 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 it definitely does put you in a survivalist kind of frame of mind because you don't want to repeat that experience again i know i don't and i know that i've dealt with i think at the point that i'm at right now i've been able to deal with the insecurities that delved around that kind of experience because i had to i had to almost like work my way back to myself and even though i i I don't have like the same struggles, but there's there's a there's a there's a there's a relation to to who I to still working my way back to myself, but just in a different part of my life because that was like when I was like twenty one, twenty two, and then now at like twenty eight, it's just like okay, it's t- it's almost like a somewhat similar experience, but in a different form. But now I actually have like resources that can help me better process that instead of just like falling off of the face of the earth and hoping that I will just figure it out at some point or it'll work itself out if if that's a better way of like describing it yeah you know what I want you to do um to think about those things that you feel you haven't fully dealt with mm-hmm those things that happened at that time and to and by writing them down okay um so so it's so you write down those past experiences um and Try and think of, in fact, I want you to think of the negative things that came with whatever experience. So all those negative things. Okay. Okay. Um, whatever it is. So I should write them down as jot, well. Yeah. So jot those things down. So whatever. Um I lost confidence. Um, 
I lost, I didn't know who I was. Mm. Um, I lost direction. Um, all of those things. And we'll then engage with those things next time when we meet. Um, and then there's, there's, a, there's ways that you can actually deal with those things. And part of it is just acknowledging it's not a bad thing to fail. Because I think what also may have hit hard for you is just the thing that you felt you have failed. And failing sometimes means growth. Yeah. Because how I see it is that we fail because there's something that we need to learn. There's growth. There's something that needed to shake us in order to get to that point. Um, and I want you to get to a point where those negative experiences, because they come with thoughts, yeah. whatever else. So even the thoughts that come with it, just write them down. Whatever emotion or thought that comes with those negative experiences. And I want you to get to a point where we're going to turn those experiences and make them good, if I can put it that way. Um, and not to see them as negative. Yeah. So we'll, we'll change that around to make it a good thing for you. And I'll explain it to you when we meet. Yeah. How, how that helps you. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and once you start seeing things like that, that mind shift, it takes time. Mm -hmm. But if you keep practicing it and, and doing it that way, nothing really will be a bad experience for you. Yeah, because it doesn't have permanence. No. It doesn't. You're the one that's making it permanent in your head. Because you... Each time you think about it, you're actually engraving it in your brain. Yes. Literally. And once you've engraved something, can you imagine how long it takes? Um, I mean, like a tattoo. You have a tattoo because you were jawling, you got drunk, and there you go. You tattoo your face for even something <laughs> on your face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, silly things that kids do these days when they're soused. And there now you're sitting with this. Yeah, with that mark. It's like, what the hell was I thinking? But now it's there, right? And you, when you go and you kind of go and get it done and fix it, it still remains. Mm -hmm. It's still there. You can still see it. And we want to be able to catch things before they get engraved. Because once they start getting engraved, it's very difficult to scrape it off. Yeah. It still remains. And that engraving is what you are doing to yourself. No one else. Mm -hmm. To yourself. And we just keep on engraving. And once 
we've engraved it. That, that thing that puts us and we literally put ourselves into that dark space, that dip. Um, I think I've spoken to you about that dark space where you just want to sleep and you yeah. want to, and that's depression. You don't want to engage with people. You don't want to, because you've engraved this thing. Ah, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, so I failed. Yeah. So I'm basically <laughs> re-traumatizing myself all over again. And with trauma, it always <laughs> feels like it's happening to you right now instead of like when it actually <laughs> happened. And from, yes. from the, from the, the entry that I was telling you about earlier, a part, like at the end of it, I also like wrote about how I'm trying to extend myself like more grace and like be more compassionate towards myself as well. Because I think mm. that's sort of like a, a practice that will also like help me break those cycles of always being at fault or always seeing that there's there's no other way to sort of like break those habits that don't allow you to 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 grow from them like i was saying like they 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 won't have a sense of permanence but it's like a moment in time that i can actually move on from or what you're saying that it's a it's a negative experience but in hindsight it can also be a positive experience within itself yeah it can because then you start looking at it as a form of growth um it's it's like you know, when a child is learning how to um, or, uh, use a bicycle, mm-hmm. you still got those little um, wheels. Yes. Kind of assist, right? And then your parent will take those off. And then they'll, they'll be there holding or kind of shielding you. Yeah. And then there has to be a time where they need to let go. And you will go. And when you go, you're going to fall. Right? You will fall. You'll scrape that knee and it's going to be hurtful and and all of those things. But the question is, are you now going to keep on going at this thing that I scrape my foot? I can't. I'm not going to. I scrape. I know. Mm -hmm. When I go back on that thing, I'm going to fall and I'm going to scrape myself. Whereas it's, okay, I scrape myself. And as a child, think of the child. You know, children are fearless. They, and they'll go back because they're so determined to make sure that they, they can ride this thing. And once they've healed and mommy's kissed that scrape, look, they'll go. Yeah. It happened in the past. I felt, well, I've learned now that actually... I shouldn't lean too much to the right or too much to the left, but I should center myself. And then I'll be okay. I'm gonna You've learned. That. I should center myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Center yourself. You know it happened, right? Yeah. It did happen. Yeah. You scraped yourself, you hurt yourself, but you bring yourself back together again and say, right. I learned that when I lean too much to the left, I'm going to fall. Mm-hmm. When I lean too much to the right, now I don't know where my left and right is. <laughs> and then, you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> and when it does, now you know that, okay, there it is, it's coming. Now I need to balance. I need to center. And I move. 
it's gone. Mm. That job opportunity, it's gone. Why? Because you kept on going back and thinking about that knee that you kept scraping. Mm. Whereas I scraped it, but I had to do something to get myself back together again. Yeah, this thing will call life. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>